Welcome back, folks. Today, zooming in from one of my favorite places in Canada, Halifax, Nova Scotia. We've got our special guest, Marikar Aliasut, who is a real estate entrepreneur who got started not that long ago, but she's been doing some pretty cool stuff. So, Marikar, welcome to the call. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what got you into real estate investing and when? When did it first start for you? Oh, boy. Um, So I was actually in the Navy for 10 years. Actually, it's almost 11 years. Wow. Yeah. And um, my last my last year or two, I decided that I needed to get out. So I needed an exit plan. Mm -hmm. And I started reading books like... Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's actually my first one to start off with. And, uh, and, yeah. uh, and, well, I, I read, I like poured through that book really, really hard. Yeah. And I found out, okay, I need to go and find a local real estate group. Um, so where were you based at that time? Were you in Halifax at that this point? This is actually, Halifax is actually my last posting. Mm -hmm. So and, where were you when this happened? I was also posted in Halifax. Ah, I was okay. just, it's just like when I started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I was actually posted to HMCS Fredericton. Uh -huh. And uh, and then I got transferred off um, to Fleet Technical Authority, which is in CFB Halifax. Mm -hmm. And I, I literally spent my entire time because they didn't give me anything to do, honestly. Like when you're like so checked out, I just spend more time doing things that is helpful for me on my way out, you know? Right, right. So I was a very protective old, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, you get, you got self-educated about real estate investing. What year was that? Uh, that was about 2019. I so got right out before in, the pandemic. Yeah, okay. and I got out in 2020. Mm -hmm. And actually, the funny thing was, this actually landed in my lap because I lived in an apartment it is about 15 minutes from the base. Yeah. Walking distance. Mm -hmm. And uh, and my unit was actually, I actually lost half of my unit to water damage. Okay. On the floor. Yeah. I literally begged my super, can you please fix my floor? Uh -huh. He got back to me and said, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. My hands are tied because management just wouldn't let me do the work. Hmm. And I was like, shit sorry yeah. <laughs> um uh so i was actually pretty close what, to watch out with that sailor talk on this, <laughs> on this podcast sorry <laughs> sorry i just thought I I'm, like just a sailor. <laughs> I'm just kidding i'm just kidding but yeah okay so, so anyhow so the landlord wouldn't fix the place up so yeah, then what landlord did you do? fix it um, landlord wouldn't fix it i was very close to going and reaching out to the tenancy board yeah but it just turns out like i was actually talking with a few it, it just turns out like I just joined this realist local real estate club. Nice. Um, and I was talking with like a realtor, a realtor team, mm -hmm. and it turns out he and his he and his wife, who also does property management, they were helping me looking for a place. Mm -hmm. This is not for a place; it is a place for me to invest in. Mm -hmm. It just happens that the building right beside this apartment building went up for sale. Okay. It's a four unit. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So you went so, from being a renter 
Tony, a small multifamily property. Nice. Yeah, I know. So it's so it's like, okay. So we went off and started negotiating with the owners. We bought the property at seven thousand seven hundred sixty-five thousand. Uh-huh. And uh within within two months we moved all of our stuff in. Yeah. Into our the So we this unit. being you and your husband, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Got it. Like yeah. we weren't married until like two years later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so we moved in and we cleaned up our old unit. And turns out like a few months later, I got a letter from from the landlord saying not only did they take my entire security deposit, mm-hmm. uh, they also charged me an additional eight hundred dollars to replace the oven. Wow. And I'm like that's not right. That's not right. It wasn't right, yeah. but I was so stressed out at the time, um, because I had a lot of stuff going on at work. Yeah, I I actually left the military on um, I, I actually left the military on um, on a medical on a medical discharge because of this because of the stress. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of stress going on at work at the time, so I left. Yeah. Uh, that that was actually another funny story, but um, I initially volunteered to left. And then it got then it got upgraded uh, to yeah. medical release, so I got a lot okay. of benefits now. Yeah, so 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 you got started with a fourplex, and yeah, that was your your kind of not really house hacking, but you're living in one unit, renting the other three out. Hey, just out of curiosity, uh, did that allow you and your and your husband now to live rent free, or did you still have to I, put in still, a few bucks? So unfortunately, with how the market is going on right now. Um, I know it's a, I know it's all blurred out, but there's a giant mess behind me, and we just, mm-hmm. uh, we just moved into our third property that we're technically house hacking in. Nice. It's also it's also a tri it's also a small multifamily. It's a triplex. Okay, so the first one is a fourplex. Yeah, the second one. The is second a, one is a duplex. Was a duplex, and now you're now this you're into your triplex. third. Yeah, which is a triplex. Smart. Yeah. So basically, you've been. Buying each one of these properties because they're uh, they're residential properties, so you can yeah. buy them with five percent down or whatever you know yeah. low down payment. Get in the properties, fix them up, rent it out, move into the next one because you're spending about a year in each. Is is yep, that about that's, right? That's about right. Smart, nice. Yeah. So, Markar, is is uh, is that what you plan on continuing to do to um, build I'm up your actually... portfolio? tapped out on the residential market just right now yeah that happens. i mean yeah it happens <laughs> so now i'm looking like i already knew like ahead of time that this is not going to happen forever mm-hmm. like if i if i have to deal with this again i have to somehow like finagle stuff and i'm like okay no well especially if especially if you don't have that nice government job with that steady yeah. paycheck that you had in the navy yeah i'm technically yeah. on disability so uh-huh. So it's yeah. it's only like seventy five percent of what I was being paid for, right? But it does live. It does allow you to to focus full time on the real yeah, estate. Yeah, it does allow me to focus full time on this stuff. Like yeah. I actually tried uh, doing a lot of the property management on my own mm-hmm. for my first year, and then <laughs> no, that was that. That's a, no, I I don't want to deal with that stress anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I hired. I outsourced that. <laughs> good. Hey, yeah. well, good for you. But you gave it a shot. You understand what to look for with property management. You understand some of the shenanigans you might come across with tenants. So you yeah, got some experience I, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that first one, like we found out um, 
So shortly after we we got that prop, the first one, uh, one of the tenants decided to move, and she decided it was a very smart idea to leave her unit a complete like it's not a d complete disaster. Like I've seen some of the horror photos where like people just leave junk all over the place. I'm like, yeah. okay, thank goodness she did not leave that, but she left holes all over the wall. Oh wow. Yeah. Some serious damage. Um, yeah, that happens for sure, America. That's Oh yeah, no, it's not that's not the fun that's not the that's not the worst part. She right. left twenty black bags nearly in front of the of the of the of the curve. And it's not garbage day. Ah. This was a Friday. Oh no! So yeah. Figure out how to get rid of those that I, garbage. I had to. Uh, I had to. I had to call in. Um, I had to call in some people to do that. Mm, yeah. And then we tried to go after her on the residential tenancy board, and the tenancy board, due to a technicality, ruled in her favor. Oh, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the yeah, life. No, that, the, that, the that life was, of that, the landlord. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Come on, like, like, like." Like at least plan this out, and she literally did it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let me ask you a question, Maricar, because we were talking a little bit before we started recording here. Yeah. That about some of the the real estate education and the groups that you're part of, and you mentioned early on that you joined a local real estate investment group in Halifax. Yeah. Is that correct? So yeah, that's right. Tell me a little bit about your education and and how that's been going, and and how you like to participate in these kind of groups. Um. So I've actually been through like maybe at least four, like three courses so far, mm -hmm. and they're ranging. They're pretty pricey. Yeah, pretty pricey. I'm not surprised about, it, but the quality of the education I've been getting is pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Mom is just applying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the groups uh, I've been in, it's uh, it's all on and off. I'm not a very social person, as you can tell. I I don't even post on Facebook. <laughs> Well, um, we're we're having a good chat here, so don't oh, yeah. don't sell yourself short. I think you're quite social. That's good. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, like, like the thing is, like, if I want to talk to people, I'd rather not be on Facebook. Yeah, but like in the chat like person. this, yeah, yeah, it'll be in person. Like a chat like this is fine. Mm -hmm. I highly prefer to go into go to lo like local local meetups. Mm. I'm curious, how many local real estate meetups are there nowadays in Halifax? I know there's at least. Three. One of them is actually reserved for women only. Really? Wow. Yes, yeah, there's a great. women's only. There's only there is a women's only group now. Before, what? like this was like two years ago. That's sexism, Marika. <laughs> That's sexism. What are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> heaven, heaven forbid if we ever had a men only real estate. Group, oh my god! Like we get like, crucified. Uh, you guys would get crucified, but yes. like the like the thing is, it's like I understand like. Both men and women should have their own spaces. I'm completely fine with that. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. My mother was actually a real estate investor way back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. When she was a single mom raising this snot-nosed kid. <laughs> and I'm sure she would have loved to have uh, a women's only real estate group back then. So, yeah, all the, all the power to you. I think it's good because typically, I don't know about Halifax, but a lot of real estate clubs... It tends to be a little bit male. It's really uh, male dominated. Like dominant, I've been, yeah. I've been to some of, I've been to some of them, and like mm. one of them is like I think there's only like four women, mm. four women out of like 
15, 15 people. Yeah. We're just like, I'm not surprised about that. Like, men and money go together, to be frank. Uh-huh. Yeah. Most of the so, time. <laughs> hey, well, just out of curiosity, because we run a, a local real estate investment club here in Kamloops, and we're, you know, the town's not big enough, I don't think, to have a women's only version. But what's been your perspective on are women treated differently at a real estate investment club or what, what makes women uncomfortable being in a club that uh, tends to have more men than women? What, what is it about that besides just numbers that, that makes them uncomfortable? Mm, I think that's probably just getting started to talk to people. Hmm. I think that's the hardest part, but then again, they don't, they don't feel comfortable ans- asking um, questions and things like yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. pretty, pretty much it. I'm, but then again, this is also like how I how I am in groups in groups mm-hmm. typical. And like the thing was I mentioned that I was a nerd um before we before we do this, uh, before we started. And like mm-hmm. so I'm actually quite used to being in male dominated groups. Like I've been in a been a part of many gaming communities. Well you're you're in the navy for crying out loud. I think that's <laughs> probably pretty male dominant. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> No, no, no. The the difference between the Navy that the branches are like, I think there's more women in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Um, the Navy's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And then the Army's all full of who are guys. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, that makes sense. I'm... Okay. Very, very good. So, what are your plans moving ahead, Marikar? What What do you oh. want to be doing with real estate investing going forward? Now you got a fourplex. Yeah. A duplex and another triplex. That's pretty darn good in a couple of years. You're I so when you first reached out to me on Facebook, I was actually trying to look for 10 plus units for my next for my next investment. Mm-hmm. And then I found out I got pregnant a few months after. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, so so and then like it's not just that. There was a lot of stuff that happened. Um it doesn't help that I'm reading the news and it makes me depressed. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think Canada I don't think Canada's heading into a very good direction right now, yeah. which makes me very hesitant to invest. And I'm saying this as a first generation born immigrant. Mm-hmm. My parents moved here from the Philippines mm-hmm. about 35 years now. Yeah. And 35 years now. And like, and I was born in Winnipeg mm-hmm. and when I was 11 years old, I read all of the cool stuff. And that's, I guess that's one of the reasons why I joined the Navy was to be a peacekeeper. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. Well, like we don't, we don't have that many missions or we're known for doing those native peacekeeping stuff. We don't do that anymore. It's more, it's, lot, it's more aggressive now. Um, It's not aggression. What? It's more like there's a lot of stuff that I feel that is not very Canadian like. Yeah. And, uh, we're we're tagging along with our with our big brothers to the south too much. Yeah. Is that, is well, that well, that well, that that's the funny thing. Like I initially thought that was the case, um, with Stephen Harper. Yeah. And with Stephen Harper, but like when Justin Trudeau got uh, elected, there was a lot of stuff that's going on, which made me like, like the economy's in shambles right now. I like mm-hmm. how can of someone my age my age can afford a house right now if we're not doing real estate right. or any other, inv- or any other investments. Like my dad 
someone would tell me, you're, oh, you're a rich person. I'm like, no, I'm, I, I have, my dad was a blue collar worker. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he but you made got educated, Mary. Yeah, I got so, educated. Yeah. So I, I hear where you're coming from. I think the solution is that more people need to get educated like you did and jump in and take action and figure out how to make it work because yeah, you're right. I mean, there are certain things we can control. There's so much we can't control, but we do I, have to do what we can do. I want to interject on that point though, because yeah. because most of my family um, most of my family are in heavy debt right now because mm-hmm. they decided to go to uni- university with no plan in mind. My dad made a plan and he told me to do this. My, he, he also set up my brother this way um, to like he set up an R, RESP mm-hmm. our education was actually paid for uh, my last two years was paid for by the military but that's because I decided I decided to pursue a career in the military Right. but even if I didn't go through that my education was already paid for mm-hmm. because my dad decided to plan ahead at a time and he only earned like what Thirty to forty thousand at the time yeah. per year for salary. So you could start off with something that small. It's just that you need the right kind of education, and I don't think you're getting that in school right now. Oh, I agree with you there, hundred <laughs> percent. Definitely. Like, like some people are like, "Oh, you should be educated and going to college." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. You don't learn this stuff in college. You don't learn this stuff in high school. You don't learn this stuff in junior high." And this is stuff like we as parents. And like I'm pregnant now, I'm, I'm thinking ahead, and like the stuff that my dad knows, I could still apply it to my kid, my upcoming kid. Yeah. But there's going to be a different touch on how I do on how I approach her education financially. Of, of course, because you've got a whole different context than your father did. Yeah, coming from where he came from, coming to a new country, working his butt off <laughs> to to create this Canadian dream. And then also just, you know, not having as, as quite a wide of a, a perspective as, as you've developed over the last few years. So, yeah, yeah. you're you're going to be able to build on what your the legacy your father left you. That's for sure. Like, like the weird thing is my dad was also an engineer, but he was never he, he's not qualified to practice here. Yeah, I know. So it's, 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 it's a shame that he can't use his engineering, his mechanical engineering degree to do yeah. Like to be paid double of what he was being when he was yeah, working. Yeah, definitely. It is it, that that is the tragedy of the tr- the tragedy of first generation immigrants. I know that my wife mm-hmm. is from South Korea, and same thing. Her what, what she specialized there didn't transfer over here, so she had to go back to school to get from scratch. Yeah, <clears throat> to get her nursing degree. So that was. Being a single that's, mom. A, that's a huge waste of time and money, honestly. Yeah. So it's 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 all what people are educated about. So Mari Card, time flies when we're having fun. <laughs> if people would like to connect with you, what should they do? <laughs> oh man. Like the funny thing was, like when I started doing this, uh the real estate stuff, and I'm like, maybe I should start taking videos on YouTube and live stream again, but I haven't gotten around to that. Yeah. Um, are you on Facebook or I am on where Facebook. can people connect with you? Yeah. So what's, what's your Facebook, Facebook handle? Um, it's literally my first and last name and 
you'll find a cat on has my profile picture. Oh look, I I hate putting my own face on there. It's it's really weird and embarrassing. I don't know why. It's like um, but yeah, it'll, and if and if you click on the profile, it's there's literally like a small little elf girl holding a stick. I technically the spear, but the stick. But yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't edit my my Facebook profile since I made it back in like. 2019 and i would oh. play a lot of video games <laughs> i still do but it's uh but uh yeah no i haven't edited that or like tried to professionalize it i i really don't bother with that honestly but you can you can reach out to me there and then i can i can also send you like um like i mostly talk on um the VIP like discord <laughs> right yeah, I'm a well, gamer. We'll let, we'll let people connect with you on Facebook. Yeah, if they'd like to yeah, just connect. just contact sense. me on Facebook, and then I'll like, I'll I'll send you to somewhere where you can more connect with me, like Discord or, or WhatsApp or Telegram. Sounds good. Well, Marikar, congratulations on what what you've done so far, and all the best with your future endeavors. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody, take care, and we will talk to you on the next episode.